y'all. My name is Lisa Nicole, independent country artist coming at you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to my podcast, where each week I and occasional special guests aim to inspire you both on and off the stage. Join us as I dig in deep into behind the scenes of my life, my music, my heart, the music business, and exclusive lifestyle and fitness tips. Now settle up and thank y'all so much for tuning in. Okay, hello, Kristen Leiborn. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so excited to be in Kelowna while here in your apartment because it's like down on the water and it's so beautiful. Yeah, spontaneous little visit here. Hey? <laughs> I know. I was literally like, we were going to have a visit and I was like, wait a second, we should do a podcast because you have such a cool story. <laughs> you know, you've made millions and the last few years you've really started over. I would love for you to just tell listeners simple who you are and um, we're going to get deeper into it as we go. Oh, gosh. I'm Kristen. (laughs) I met Lisa through my cousin Garrett Mm -hmm. and she's now a family member and we all love her to pieces. Took me a little while. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm growing too. I'm growing. I'm so kidding. No, No, we love you. (laughs) Yeah, I just lived a long time up north and Mm -hmm. now I'm living down in Kelowna and it's nice to get to see you all more now because I didn't really get to see you in the beginning. I know. So you left oil and gas in 2016. Yes, right? I did. And like, what made you decide to leave? Was it mainly because the whole industry, I think you said it, it's crashed twice now. Yeah. But yeah. So that was the second crash was actually the end of 2014. Okay. okay. And I hung in I know in there. nothing about oil and gas for someone's time. <laughs> so take oh, her away. <laughs> yeah. Tell us like so, how you got into it and like how you built this like multi-million dollar business and it's amazing. Oh gosh. I had stars in my eyes, I guess. <laughs> No, it all started. I was lifeguarding in Victoria and mm-hmm. teaching the lifeguard courses there. Oh, okay. That's how it all started. Random. And then I was offered a medic job to go mm-hmm. work on the pipelines and the oil rigs as uh-huh. a medic. Okay. So and I was told what I could make doing it and I was offered a job. Yeah. So I packed my car and yeah. said, catch my taillights. <laughs> and yeah, I got up there and started making the oil money that everybody talks about. But okay. I just started seeing that I could do it on my own. Right. Right. And okay. the, what I could make if I bought my own ambulance. And okay. Started. So it's ambulance. So medics. That's yeah. What so ambulances and first okay. aid okay, is yeah. what got me into it. Okay. Yeah. I was not in the oil patch long before I bought my first one. Okay. And then. And like how much does an ambulance go for? I don't know. Well, how it's hard to rig it all up with a truck and an ambulance. A oh, hundred grand. Wow. Um, and like, did obviously, you... I didn't come up cash with that. Okay, I, not I, at that point. I financed but it. But by, <laughs> by the end of a few years, you probably could have. Yeah, after doing it for a couple of years, I started paying for them outright. Wow. And buying more and more. And <laughs> yeah. it was a great haul while it lasted. Yeah. But there was a recession in 09. Yeah. And that, you know, a lot of people went belly up then. Luckily, yeah. I was small enough then. I only right. had a few trucks at the time. So mm-hmm. I scraped by mm-hmm. and made it through that one. But, you know, you make all this money and then you spend the recession right. using that Trying savings to. to get through. Right. So did you have to do that? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, I did that, as did many, I'm sure. Yeah. And many went under. Right. Anyways, it came back and boomed again, yeah. as it does, mm-hmm. even though I don't think it'll ever come back oh. again now. But yeah, 
yeah, we all started making money again. And mm-hmm. I just kept growing more and more every year and yeah. do- like doubling. And yeah, wow. Maybe I was growing too fast, right. but the work was there and right. the money was there. Because you were set, because you were like 20. I was 23 when I started. 23. Yeah. So at that time, you're like this young girl with like all these big dreams and all this oh, money. Yeah. And like, I can, <laughs> wow, now I can do whatever I want and buy whatever I want. Oh, and I'm yeah. sure your closet grew as much as your company grew. <laughs> sure did. It sure did. <laughs> you get used to a lifestyle. Yeah. Right. So can you kind of explain to people like where you started, like say financially, how it grew um, like per month or per year or... I really don't like putting numbers on things. Okay. Just <laughs> you because don't have to. <laughs> it's... Uh, I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. It actually makes my palms sweat just talking oh, no. about it. <laughs> I made a lot of money for someone. Yeah, at that really, age. Really, even my anyone makes, period. Yeah. As you know the numbers. But, um, yeah. It's and a you lot. get accustomed to making that money. And I was not really, I didn't know a lot about managing money. Right. I was very young, starting right. to make a large amount of money. Yeah. Plus, you're in an industry where it's very competitive with, like mm-hmm. you know keeping up with things and right it's a lot about what you drive and yeah, who no you kidding. know and yeah where you live oh and, you know especially in your 20s you really get caught up in that stuff yeah I think and so you had like I, I've seen some of your very beautiful vehicles before <laughs> <laughs> and did you um, buy yourself a house or anything like that while you were making so much money yeah well I had a couple places okay. and I had the place in Rossland okay. that you know about okay yeah my little holiday home there and my holiday trailer that Mm -hmm. I tootle around in yeah 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 life life was good yeah and so do you think that coming out of leaving that industry was a blessing looking back it was yeah definitely I can say that I honestly when I was the richest was also the I was the most loneliest yeah I've ever been in my life yeah people say that a lot yeah and Mm -hmm. I kept always hearing I had one friend and he said welcome to the top he's like it's really lonely up here And I remember thinking that was a strange thing to say. Yeah. Until I started making that money and, you know, sort of realizing that you don't know who your friends are. Really? You don't know who's dating you for you or your money. Did you treat people a lot? Like, you know. Oh, yeah. I paid the bill everywhere I went. Oh, wow. And so it's interesting because, like, myself as an artist, I've always felt like I'm, I obviously don't make a lot of money yet, but um, not obviously, but I've always felt like I've, I've wanted to be at that point where I could pay the bill for everyone all the time and and kind of give back to the people that have helped me so much and like you, you know, know what and it is such a blessing and in the beginning yeah. in the beginning you are so happy to do that and it's yeah. like let me treat you let me treat yeah. you it's when over the years and over time people just start expecting it right and people are like well oh labor will pay the bill yeah let's she makes go tons here. of money like, yeah. don't worry about this or people borrow right. money and never pay it back. So they're like, well, she uh, doesn't need it. Yeah. Did you just n- know that by their habits and their patterns? Or did you hear that people were like, oh, no, do they make no, jokes you about it? You, you just kind of know. You start to notice. Yeah. You start feeling it. Like people yeah. stop even trying to take their wallet out when the bill oh, comes. Oh, my God. Right? It's just expected. Wow. So yeah. The thank yous become less and less. Oh, that's so sad. And then it just, that's when it starts to get really lonely. Yeah. And then it's almost like you start feeling a resentment from people. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, must if I will get a new truck, they'd be like, oh, must be nice. Right. Must be nice. And you could feel like, I don't know if it was a jealousy because I really don't like that term when people are like, oh, they're just jealous. Right. But 
it was definitely an experience. <laughs> they felt like you were like privileged. Well, I just don't think they saw what went on behind the scenes. Exactly. They, they saw know. the fancy cars and right. they saw the wardrobe and the houses and yeah. me on, you know, going on trips and stuff. But right. what they didn't see was me missing every holiday with my family. Yeah. Because when my employees needed date time off, I was the one that went yeah. there. When people called in sick, I went. Like my phone yeah. was 24-7 glued to me. Right. I had people working 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no sleep. I, yeah. you know, sometimes oil companies take a really long time to pay you oh really you still have payroll to make every two weeks so you're losing sleep wondering how you're going to pay your employees right right like you ran like a huge business and now like so what are you up to now because i know you have the style haas design yeah and also you do business consulting so can you tell us about (laughs) you know where that's brought you to now and you're living down here south and all the new adventures you're taking yeah well it's kind of funny i'm always been big on the law of attraction and manifesting yeah, totally. and the funny thing is, is I think back to it all and I say now that I was an unintentional manifester oh funny because I used to when all that was going on when I was you know at my peak and making yeah. a ton of money and business was crazy mm-hmm. I remember thinking like starting to resent my company and just thinking I just want to live a simple life right I just want to live in Cologne on the lake Aww. and have a simple life yeah and not have like a ton of employees and be worried and stressed right. and wondering how I'm going to pay them sometimes right. because you're waiting so long to get paid uh-huh. and <laughs> funny thing is as you fast forward and it's like oh I got there yeah <laughs> just not how I had expected to right right it was a long battle of trying to save my company and oil yeah. crashing oh, right. and okay so you then, did try to like recover from everything well but. you just kept thinking it was going to come back like it didn't mm. nine right. right so I hung on like my only real regret was that I hung on too long right because I kept all my trucks I kept all my payments Right. For way too long when I had no money coming in. And not right. only did I not have money coming in, but I had a lot of companies that owed me money go under. You hang on to these payments thinking it's going to come back and uh, it doesn't. Yeah. And you yeah, to- my life got a whole lot simpler. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> right? Eventually you start selling because you have no choice. Yeah. I just remember my last wake up call for me was like, I just fell so far down. Like I had used my savings to make my payments Ugh. and... I ran out of savings and oh. oil still hadn't come back. Wow. And I, at that point, had sold everything. I was actually taking a course and I yeah. had an exam that morning. Yeah. And I finally did have my little house on the lake. And, uh-huh. you know, it was a little older house. Yeah. I still love it. it was, was that the one down cute. here? Yeah. Oh, I love that little house. <laughs> but I was coming outside to go to my um, exam. Yeah. And the repo guys were hooked up to my Yukon. Oh my God. And taking it away. <laughs> I didn't know that. And that was a very humbling moment. Right. You know what I mean? I had to sell everything. And then the last thing I had, oh. it was. Did you kind of know you were going to have to give Well, it I had fallen behind. I was, that was, I had just had fallen behind on my third payment. Oh. And I was thinking, you know, I'll just, like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through. And I wasn't sure how. I just kept thinking, like, it's going to yeah. come together. But you know what? That's such a blessing that UConn was $2,000 a month and I'm glad. <laughs> oh my God. I right? Looked, oh, I was so devastated. But like my UConn cost me more than my house a month. That's insane. And then I kind of went into a bit of a depression after mm-hmm. that because it was like, wow, my entire adult life, you know, I made millions. I've now lost millions and here yeah. I am in my tiny little old house and yeah. I don't even have a vehicle. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that's when I kind of just woke up 
yeah. and was like, am I going to play a victim or mm-hmm. am I going to learn from this? Yeah. And then that's when I just really got into practicing the law of attraction. Yeah. And actually, my girlfriend said, you need to start listening to Esther Hicks. Okay. So that's kind of what started it. Oh, okay. Esther I don't know it's uh it's a she oh it's a she and uh she's just all about the law of attraction she's i listen to her stuff on youtube all the time okay and it's just about law of attraction oh and how it works yeah that's why i laugh about how i used to be a unintentional manifester right because i would always get what i wanted i would just never get it in the way i thought i was going to get it crazy Where now I literally manifest everything. Oh, really? Like, how, so how do you manifest? Well, I manifest. I know. But what do you do? Like physically write things down or you just like talk about it or? I just pulled it in my mind. I ma- okay. Every morning I meditate. I no, journal. Awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't journal like people think. I actually oh. journal by doing 15 things I'm thankful for. Okay. That's and a they're lot. they're not right. things. <laughs> they're actually not things I have. Okay. Because once I have it. Yeah. I don't need, I move on to the next thing. Right. And so I can honestly say in the last year, I have got everything I've journaled about. Really? Yeah. Well, here I am living in a beautiful home oh on gosh. the lake. And yeah. I journal too, but what I do is I write down three things I'm thankful for and three things my future self like yeah. is thankful for. And you just have to feel That's it like cool. you have it when you yeah. write it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Some of those things have happened. Some haven't. They'll come. They'll come. <laughs> yeah. My That's friends so cool. actually laugh about it. They're like, yeah. you are a manifesting powerhouse. <laughs> I just That's like amazing. now I only show up for certain things. Like I don't show right. up for negativity. If I catch yeah. myself getting down, I know that my only job in that moment is to like do something to feel good. Yeah, change You can't the manifest anything when you're down. Yeah. You totally. have to like just do something to feel good. Go for right. a hike. Go outside. Mm-hmm. Spend time with family. Like I never try to do anything productive when I'm down. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, the feng shui stuff. Because yeah. I know you're told that's like, isn't that kind of about, you have to explain it because I really don't know much about it. The Chinese have been using it for over 4,000 <laughs> years. It's so much to try to explain. It's like metaphysics. It's I don't science. Know that it's word art. <laughs> it's just like your environment affects your well-being. So it affects your life. Like, your, right. If your environment is not in balance, mm-hmm. your life will not be in balance. Right. Okay. So like you just mean like your environment by like just like your living space? Yeah, your home. Right. It's funny. I can actually walk. I've been practicing feng shui my whole life. But okay. when this all happened, I started taking in courses and actually becoming certified. Yeah. So my goal was never to be a feng shui consultant. Yeah. It all started off with <laughs> me just doing friends' homes and then yeah. it changing their life so much that they started referring people to me. Yeah. And then I started charging. Yeah, of course. But I remember I used to journal. I'm so thankful I get paid large sums of money to decorate people's homes and balance Sweet. their lives. Oh, wow. And can you I, come do mine? Here I am. Sure. <laughs> I, I'll pay you. <laughs> Actually, Garrett will. <laughs> I'll take Garrett's money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. We'll give you the family family <laughs> discount. Family discount. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I already know a bit about you being into like health and fitness and meditating, but I've also been seeing like a lot of the self-love posts on your Instagram. Is this a new journey for you or what are you doing these days? Well, it kind of comes with the spirituality. Yeah, okay. You know, after the, I was sort of, I wouldn't say forced into it, Yeah. but you really have to get real with yourself when you've lost everything. Right. Right? So... Yeah. So the meditating, you start and stuff checking like that. your. I really started just checking myself on right. things. Mm-hmm. Like you can fall into the victim mentality, or mm-hmm. you can fall into the. Okay, 
what now? What could I have done differently? And just sort of like meditating and realizing how much I used to take things for granted. Right. I just became more grateful. Yeah. So thankful now and the meditating and the Esther Hicks and I've read a million books. Right. And they just, every book teaches you something different. Yeah. Because you're like, you're gorgeous, by the way. And you're glowing. (laughs) And and I know that like back when you had so much money, you could spend all the money on lashes and makeup and the latest eye creams and whatever else you wanted. Botox. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I've done it all. Oh gosh. (laughs) You know, and so has that been hard for you to like, no, or like what have you changed I can still afford those things okay that, just, there you go that's great I still have a great life and I can afford the thing yeah I just no but longer take, need them yeah I used to always think well I'll be happy when I have this I'll be happy when I have this right but happiness isn't something you find yeah happiness is something you have to feel yeah like I'm happy now with no lashes and no nails yeah and my horrible bad COVID roots and oh my gosh that's why you're wearing a hat isn't it <laughs> I also think it was obviously probably a bit of insecurity yeah wanting yeah. to be pretty like all the rest of the girls and you right. see a pretty girl and your natural instinct was to compare yourself yeah mm-hmm. I just don't do that now yeah that's amazing I see a pretty girl and I admire her and oh yeah and like hey you're beautiful yeah, I admire her beauty and yeah I think I'm beautiful in my own ways and I have insecurities, don't get me wrong, but I think it comes with age too. Mm -hmm. The older you get, the more secure you get. Like we were just saying, like, I can't believe I posted, today I posted a photo of me like scrunching my belly fat. I love it. That's my favorite post you've ever posted. Oh my God, really? Yes. I just got a glimpse of it though as we were doing this, starting this, so I didn't get to read it, but I love people being vulnerable and showing their real selves. Yeah. Like, you know, you see a lot of that Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. posts where everybody's somebody different. Right. I just think like it's a it's a balance between like the 80-20. Like 80% of the time you nourish your body and your soul and your mind with like, you know, good food and meditating and fitness and health, stuff like that. And, you know, the other 20%, if you want to freaking eat a pulled pork sandwich. I wrote sandwich, that rule, didn't I? Oh, did you? <laughs> I don't know if it was you, but if you want to take the credit. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't really. have it somewhere on one of my posts. Oh, really? It's what I, uh, no, I always <laughs> laugh about that. Like 80% of the time, yeah, you'd be healthy and yeah. 20% of the time, you eat cheeseburgers like, and drink wine and yeah. swear like a trucker if you want to. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. And I like, I feel like I'm growing myself m- into more of that mentality and just trying to accept myself. Oh, I feel like I see that in yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, I love me. it. Yes. The transformation <laughs> yeah. of aging. Well, yeah. thanks so much for like your whole journey is really so interesting. And like when I met you, I didn't really know that all that about you. So it's it's cool even to... I guess it's been almost six years that I've been in the family. I know. It's been a while now. Yeah. And so I think we've seen each other grow and it's been really cool. So Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, well thanks so much. spontaneous, fun little thing we did here I know. and new for me. And do you want to share where people can find you? Like on either. You know what the funny thing is? I don't advertise. I know. I believe in word of mouth. And that's I noticed how, that. That's another thing I manifest. My clients come to me. I don't search them out. That's so cool. Um. But yeah, if you're looking for me, I'm just, uh, my email really is stylebykristan, mm-hmm. K-R-I-S-T-A-N at gmail.com mm-hmm. to email me. And yeah. I don't have anything on my Instagram or Facebook. I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't do that just because I believe feng shui is I spiritual. That. And I was curious about that. So mm-hmm. that's, you manifest it. I, I manifest like, it. I like it. I manifest okay. my clients. Well, all amazing. You, <laughs> well, you guys should email Kristen if you want to know more. And thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs>